Welcome to Pass the Bullshit with Crystal Tosh and Amy Hartman, two badass business rebels serving up one steaming pile of bullshit a week so you don't fall face first into it. Okay, so my best advice to anybody who's an entrepreneur is to book an Airbnb in a city you don't live in and go there and mastermind about what you want to work on, right? Yes, that was the best time. So last week we did our podcast live actually while we were in Nashville and we also had the opportunity to like mastermind and to work together over some pretty exciting things that are coming for no BS international and no bull club. All the things, all the things we suggest not moving the furniture because we may or may not have moved the furniture and then had to figure out how to fix a scratch on the floor. But anyway, also probably buy post-it notes somewhere besides Walgreens, because did anybody know that post-it notes are like $8 now? That's ridiculous. Not only that, (laughs) they didn't stick to the wall. I know. I'm so disappointed. Like we had them up on the wall and we were making all this progress and they kept coming off the wall. And I was like, this is not working. I need to see it visually. Yes. Yes. So So maybe, or maybe by like a poster board or something, you know, we might've been smart like that, but yes, (laughs) they are so expensive. Post-it notes are so dang expensive at Walgreens. Remember us looking for an ink pen? We're like, we just need like a pack of ink pens that's, you know, cheap because let's be honest, they just write. And it was, you know, $4 for two pens. What? I just want to go to the Dollar Tree and get one of those giant packs like I have in my hand right now because I lose them everywhere I go. So, although we were, we were like masterminding and planning an empire. So maybe it's okay that we wrote with $4 pens for our (laughs) empire. This is true. I mean, it's all about money mindset, right? Which we're getting into money today, but it's okay to be frugal. Listen, I love thrift thrift shopping and doing all that fun stuff. I got my Ikea couch. I got to, I got to tell the story. I got an Ikea couch for 70 bucks at a thrift store in Nashville. And I drove an hour and a half to go pick it up because I live in Kentucky. That's amazing. (laughs) But But when was that? two, three years ago. Okay. So that was before the gas prices were like crazy high. So right. Yeah. It was totally worth it. <laughs> it kind of justified it. And I also couldn't order it brand new online. Cause it was all the backup of, you know, shortage and oh, yeah. whatever the, the chain and all that. So I had been wanting this couch that's slip covered so I could wash it and get cool slip covers, which PS I got a velvet one. That's green. It's really cool. So anyway, yeah, that's my thrifting story, but you can make a lot of money and you can charge what you're worth and you can do all that stuff and still have this frugal ideology, I think personally, which leads into what we're going to talk about today, which is the lies about money that we keep seeing posted online. Yes, exactly. And I am, I am here to tell you that there are some people that are out there lying about how much money that they're, that they've made or that they are making, or that they're making for their clients, or they're talking about what they made years ago. And Mm -hmm. that's not no longer true today. Yeah. Just because you made it once doesn't mean it's consistent. I want to point that out. Like owning an agency, I've had some incredible months and I've had some months where I was like, 
MFR. This was not a good month, <laughs> but that's being honest. Like that is, I think business in general, that's why we have different accounts and we save and we have our, you know, costs for running our business put aside so that, you know, things happen. And so you have to plan for that. And I think the coaching industry as a whole, I don't know if you guys are on Facebook, but you probably are. And you're probably following a coach. I'm guessing. And they're probably posting screenshots of a calculator. Anybody? Does that ring any bells? <laughs> <laughs> right. And, or it's a calculator or it's a screen, or it's just like, I made, you know, $200,000 today, like in one yeah. day. Mm -hmm. And first of all, that's, those are just words. They're just words put on the screen and anybody can say anything. I mean, I can literally go to Facebook right now and type those exact same words and put a colorful background behind it. Mm -hmm. And, and it may or may not be true, but the fact of the matter is, is that just because it's on Facebook doesn't make it true. And mm -hmm. I do believe that some launches might generate that amount of money in promised income. But there's a difference between cash in your bank and, oh, I have all these people who said they're going to pay me for the next six months. And it's going to add up to that over the right. next months, because we know that first of all, people don't always pay. And we also know that a $200,000 day that's not actually collected is not a $200,000 day. Right. Which I've got to say, you know, I've been in this online world for, I don't know, eight years ish. And it's taken me a long time of launching my own business and generating significant revenue to start to even clue into this fact, because I've worked with enough coaches that I've figured it out. And I think this is what drives me nuts is new people who are just getting into the online space and they're starting to follow successful people and entrepreneurs and coaches is they get really beat down because they think that this shit is true. They think that somebody had a $200,000 day and they don't understand promised revenue versus cash collected because let's be honest, that's being left out of the marketing message, right? Like there's a difference between a run rate and cash collected. So people don't know that though. And that's why, you know, I'm so passionate about this topic. And I know you are too, Amy is like dispelling the bullshit and also realizing that some of these people who are saying this stuff are the same ones that can't pay their marketing agency bills. Right. Or well, yeah. And, and another piece of this too, is that some people who are saying that they may be collecting that, but that doesn't have anything to do with the results that they can generate for you. Right. I, recently, I mean, I recently saw a coach and of course we name no names here. We only tell the truth, but we name no names. And I recently saw a coach who posted out there about her like big day and how much money she had made. And then she said like, you know, I'm not like other people who say how much money they make because I have receipts. <laughs> But I happen to know someone who's in the program, who's right. in one of her programs. And I happen to know that that person has generated zero dollars. Zero. And Let's repeat that. And this is a significant high ticket program. Exactly. And so when you realize that you, you have paid significant amount of money, this person may have the receipts to prove that. But the problem with that marketing strategy is that it attracts people into these programs because of the promise that if you've made it, then I should be able to replicate what you've done and make it myself. But 
that's not necessarily true. And that doesn't necessarily guarantee that anyone in the program is going to be able to make that amount of money or any amount of money. There's right. a, you know, like just because I paid you and you've made money doesn't mean that you've generated that amount of money for me. Because again, so many of these programs are teaching the exact strategy and no one's exact strategy is going to work for someone else. And so when you are as a coach out there talking about the amount of money that you made or how much, you know, you've done in a day and all of that. And then you're saying things like, I can teach you my exact strategy. It is not a promise that is that you can actually promise and guarantee and bring to fruition. Right. Everybody's business is different. Everybody's life circumstances are different. Everybody's offer is different than your offer. And to be honest, I'm going to be really honest here. I fell into this because you see it so much that you're like, well, that's what I've got to talk about in order for people to take me seriously. And it felt so against everything in my bones because I'm not that type of person, but I was in a collective. Let's just say that that was like what everybody was doing. So I posted about my $10,000 a day. It was a cash collected $10,000 a day. I felt pretty good about it, but I felt really weird about posting it on social media. Like for real, it got a lot of responses though, like a ton, same thing about the biggest month in my agency. So if you guys ever want to see if I'm telling the truth, you can go back through my Facebook posts and find them. But those are probably the only two and three years that I've really talked about money and it felt against everything. And I wish I'd hadn't done it because in my heart of hearts, I knew it wasn't what I wanted to be known for or how I wanted to make an impact because the truth is it's taken a long time to get to that point. Right. And it's taken a lot of blood, sweat, and tears and not in the sense of like working hard, but in figuring it out. And there was no cookie cutter solution that made those two things happen for me. So I, that's why it's so important. I think to be honest and to tell people the way it is. And the other thing is just because you have a $10,000 day, doesn't mean that next month's going to be the greatest month of your life either. Business is fluid. It is fluid. And, and also every single industry has it, the times when it ebbs and flows, right? It has times that are busier. And then it has times when it's in, when there's a decline. And so every single business has to account for that. And one month up doesn't necessarily mean that that's sustainable or that anybody can create that. And we always talk about it's, it's about experience, amount of time there, how many people have been through the programs, how many, how, how, much have you actually helped someone else to build and to create and what are their results? And these are the more important things that you can talk about. So mm -hmm. I have really been opposed to talking about money for a long time. And, and I've worked with many coaches who have told me, why are you not sharing your results? And when they say, why are you not sharing your results? They've said, why are you not sharing how much money you make? And I've just made it a blanket policy that I don't share about that. And I've been told, I have been flat out told, well, that's why you're not going to ever be this or that or whatever. And I'm like, well, I already right. made it to there. The things that you're saying that I'm supposed to do, I've already made it there. I already right. have a successful business. I already have a seven, I already have all multiple these businesses. Right. Yeah. And, but I don't want to talk about that piece because it doesn't matter to anyone else. It right. doesn't. Why? And what is this as a culture that we are like so fixated? Because again, I'm in the industry and we're together and we, I still like 
get sucked into reading this shit. And then I'm like, but I know that nine out of 10 times, this is an exaggeration or it's not the truth. And it's, I don't know, the culture is so caught up in 10K days, 10K months, 100,000 this. It's like, that's all the marketing. And as a marketer, like you have to talk about other stuff. And especially like for industries that aren't coaches, you can't just talk about money. Like that's not marketing. And I think that's also a problem whenever a lot of these newbie business owners who aren't trying to be coaches or aren't trying to be high ticket coaches are being taught by these programs. What are they learning really? Right. How to talk about money that they don't have. Right. And if you've ever been in a high ticket coaching program, a lot of times these coaches will say to, they'll say, or they'll post on their Facebook or during the actual high ticket opportunity that you're in right during the coaching, a lot of times you will hear, and I've been in quite a few of these. So I've heard it all. You will hear things like, well, you know, I sustain my seven figure business this way. And I sustain my seven figure business that way. And then you take a look at at the people who are in that space with you. Mm -hmm. And there's 10 people in the space and they spent, let's just for round numbers here, there's 10 people sitting in the space with you. And if everybody paid the same, and let's say it was a $10,000 program and it lasted three months. And let's say this coach launches four times a year, that's 400,000 do the math, right? That is not a seven figure business. That is a solid six figure business. Mm -hmm. That is not a seven figure business. Now, are there other places that they're getting money? Do they have other programs? Maybe perhaps who knows, but we can all do the math. And so what if we were just honest about it? Or what if we didn't talk about it at all? What if what we really talked about, because honestly, at the end of the day, I work with some coaches who have said that. And then, you know, I'm sitting in a room and I'm like, yeah, you're like a six figure mid six figure when I do the math. Cause I also have a calculator <laughs> right on your phone <laughs> that you can take a screenshot of, <laughs> but what they were teaching was great. And mm-hmm. what, and what they were saying was amazing and created results and gave me the opportunity to expand or to think in a new way. And you know, what would have been better is if they had talked about those results instead of their money, if they had talked about something other than their own bank account, there would have been more than 10 people sitting there because the results and what you can create for people and how you can generate something for someone else. And I don't mean go talk about how much money you've made for your clients. I mean, talk about the actual business growth, the results, the number of leads that you've pulled in, the, the ways in which someone's business has taken off the way in which their mind has expanded. There are so many other things you can talk about than just money. And those things to me are more important. And I, well, I think it goes back to our principle too, about what does success like look like to you? You don't have to build a seven figure business to be successful. You can build a, even a low six figure that you're happy with and that you don't have to slave over, yes. you know, maybe freedom's more important to you. I know for me, freedom is really important. The freedom to pack up and go ride my mountain bike or to go out to the farm and, you know, do something completely different with my husband than marketing every day is important. And so 
why can't we value that too and not just money and you know freedom of experience and maybe the money that you want to make is just to buy more experiences maybe it's not to put you know the candy apple red mercedes or something in your garage i don't know what it is but we can talk about other things than money because I think too, it's devaluing to people like to me, your experiences and your, you know, your take on life is so much more than what, how much money you have in the bank. Yeah. And I, and I always say that what you're posting out there, what you're, what you're using as your form of success should also communicate to your clients what they can expect from you. And you should only communicate metrics that you are 100% responsible for. So you as a coach or as an agency owner, what are you 100% responsible for? And you're not 100% responsible for generating sales for someone unless you are their sales department. You are not 100% responsible for that. You can't take ownership for it. And, you know, there's these guarantees out there. And a lot of people say, well, I guarantee that you're going to make X amount of money, but the guarantee isn't, I guarantee you're going to make it. It doesn't stop there. It's, or I will continue to coach you for a length of time, or I will, you know, whatever. So it's not a guarantee that you're definitely going to make it because there's an, or. So if you, right. you know, or it's this, but a lot of times in those guarantees, it says, but you have to promise to do all this work. Even if you do every single thing that someone tells you to do, you may still not generate it because you're not them. And right. So, well, so- and maybe your sales skills aren't up to par yet. And I think you make such a great point about the difference. You know, we, we kind of keep going back to the sales and marketing as agency owners. I have done marketing for coaches and it always comes back to sales. And I'm like, but I am not responsible for your sales. This is what we agreed to. This is what I've done. What you do with it or your sales team does with it is on you. But for whatever reason, it always seems to come back to the marketing agency as like, well, this is your problem, but it's not sales and marketing are two different things. And if you hire a sales coach, you're going to learn sales scripts and how to sell. If you hire a marketing coach, you're going to learn how to build brand awareness and alignment and speak your client's language and also find alignment in what it is that you want to share. There's, it's completely different, but I think the lines in the coaching world have been blurred too. Yeah. I think in the coaching world, it's, you know, we're, we're, claiming that we can generate a $10,000 a day, a six figure year, a seven, you know, move you up to seven figures or whatever, but you're not responsible for that as the coach. So if you're putting that out there as the metric in which you want to be measured, you're putting yourself in a dangerous situation because Mm -hmm. you are not 100% responsible for that. So when we're putting out into the world and when we're providing metrics to people in which they're going to be measuring us, right? Because you have a definition of success for you. And Mm -hmm. I recently heard someone say that a six, that six figures is minimum wage for business owners. I've heard that too, which is such fucking bullshit. It's such bullshit. And I hate to hear that. And it invalidates all the first starting out business owners who are doing amazing work or even that amazing, you know, there was an amazing coach who I know based on the math that I can do is probably making mid six figures, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that income. I think it's incredible. And that person is doing incredible work. The coaching program was incredibly, it it moved me forward in ways that I didn't even expect it to. And so there's a people doing amazing work out there, but 
there's your definition of success. And then there's the metric by which you are measured by your clients, because every time you get into a relationship with, with a client, whether you're providing a service or, or a product, there's an expectation. There's an expectation of delivery of whatever that product or service is with a product. It's pretty easy. The delivery is here's your product. When it comes right. to service, the love, the expectation is that you're going to deliver a certain result right? If mm -hmm. let's say you're doing carpet cleaning, the expectation is my carpets are going to be clean, right? <laughs> right. If, I, if I'm providing coaching, the expectation is I'm going to provide X number result. Well, when mm -hmm. you're putting out there about six figures and seven figures and all of this kind of stuff. And if you're saying that you've created a seven figure day or a six figure day or whatever the heck you're putting out there, who knows? Right. The expectation is that the client can expect that from you, but you're not responsible for that. You should only be sharing what you are, what you know, you are 100% responsible for creating. Well, let's be honest. What I get paid the most to do as a coach or consultant is help people get clarity on building personal brands. I never talk about money, like, because what they do with me, it has nothing to do with money. It has everything to do with developing a personal brand that they feel aligned with and tapping back into their own knowing and what makes them unique and giving them permission to be themselves. So that's not, you know, sexy dollars. Like none of my clients who have paid me high ticket stuff, I'll be honest, have come back and said, I made X amount of money last the next week because we did this. But what they have told me is that they love their life. They love their business. They feel better. They're more confident. They're making more offers. So in turn, they are making more money in the long run, but it's, that's not what it's about. And I think a lot of these coaching programs are actually much like what I do in many ways, but they spend all their time talking about money instead of talking about the clarity and the confidence that you gain from being in the program. And I really feel like that's missing the mark. I agree. I think that what we put out there really should talk about what we actually do and what we can actually generate for people. And that doesn't only have to come back to money. It, it can indirectly lead to money. And obviously the more you build your business, the more you work on your brand, the more you get to know yourself, the more that you do some market research, like the more you do all of these things, the more you build your email list. I see a lot of programs out there that are about building an email list. If your mm -hmm. program is about building an email list then talk about the ways in which you can build the email list and talk about the percentage of growth that you've created, that has nothing to do directly with money. Because at the end of the day, having an email list of 30,000 people on it doesn't necessarily mean that any of them are going to buy from you if you don't know how to nurture them properly, if you don't know how to write, if you're not writing and communicating with them, if you're not sure how to write sales copy, those kinds of things are not going to generate income. But if you are a person who is helping someone build their email list and create that funnel that leads into email marketing, then talk about that. What happens right. on the back end is not your responsibility. Right. I think this is a huge problem in the industry. And I wonder how many young entrepreneurs feel so defeated and want to give up. I mean, today's Facebook post for me was like five things I wish I had known about 10 years ago when I first started making money on my own. 
because we also are told, you know, that like in order to make lots of money or charge high ticket, you can only have one offer and you have to have been doing it forever or whatever it is. And the truth is entrepreneurship is such a journey and whatever you start out with today, you're probably going to evolve into something else. I mean, we, and, and a lot of people are kind of like me and Amy, we're serial entrepreneurs. We, we literally start businesses and then sell them or start businesses and grow them and then put them off to the side and have someone else run them and start another one. And the world and the coaching online industry would tell you that's wrong. Right. Which well, is such bullshit. Exactly. I mean, we've been told that we're wrong for so long. And that's why we started this podcast is because that is such bullshit. And I really want to bring this around full circle to a couple of things that I feel are really important. First of all, if you're scrolling Facebook, stop getting hung up on the bullshit about how much money someone's making. If you are a coach, start putting information out there or any service provider or anybody, any business owner, whatever, start making your content about the actual results that you can create and what you are 100% responsible for and watch your business transform because people want the transformation and the transformation doesn't necessarily have to directly equal money in order for someone to want to participate in that. People want to have the opportunity to have larger lists or to have a brand that's more aligned or to have programs that are created and priced appropriately, or to have standard operating procedures that allow them to delegate to their team. All of right. these things will create money down the road, but they're not, you're not directly responsible for the money. So talk about something else. And if you right. are looking to hire any service provider, whether it's a coach or an agency or any other service provider, find the one that's talking about the results that you actually want in your business. Understand the problem that you have or the problem that you want to solve right now. Know that any business work that you do will lead to increased income but go to the coach that's talking about the solution that you mm -hmm. need. That's right. Giving you a view of what your life will look like after you work with them. It's, and don't get distracted by the money people. Exactly. It's like because eye catching. It's kind of shiny. This is avoid shiny object syndrome. <laughs> avoid shiny object syndrome. It is shiny and it looks good, but most likely if that's the only thing that they have to share, it's, it's because they're not actually generating results for their clients. They're only generating results for themselves. Right. Or they're gen they've generated results for a few, like a small few. And those become the go-to stories that are told. Also, one more thing to wrap up here is to remember the difference between cash collected and like a run rate and, and realize that a lot of these programs that quote, create a lot of money in a short amount of time that is based on contractual, like a year long or six months long. And there's a lot that can happen. I mean, I don't know. I'm from the South and my dad's always like, you know, don't count your eggs till they hatch. It's true. I don't care if you have an ironclad contract, a lot can happen in six months where you may not collect on that money. So also don't spend money you don't have. That was always taught to me by my dad. And it, it's like kind of like business principles that I feel like are just glossed over and not talked about anymore. And it's so true, you know, cash in the bank and cash collected versus revenue that might come is completely different. 100%. And also know that a lot of these larger coaches have been doing this for a long time. 
they've been producing these, they've been doing this for so long and they've been producing these big results for themselves, not necessarily for everyone else, but they also usually have a team. And so just because they've collected that amount of money doesn't mean that they're keeping that in their pocket because a lot of them are paying that out to their teams and their, their service providers and their marketing agencies and their sales team and their accountant and their other coaches, right? Their other people are all getting paid too. And so Mm -hmm. there's a whole lot of people creating that result. There's usually one face and there's usually an entire team creating that (laughs) result. I mean, I work a lot of, I do marketing for a lot of coaches and I produce the marketing pieces and the emails and all of the things that help them to get those people in their world so that they can generate the sales. Some of them have sales teams behind that. It's not one face on a screen that is then creating those results. And so just know that if you are launching something and you have generated some sales and you're getting some, some clients you're doing a great job and kudos a to fantastic you. job, proof yeah. of concept, keep going and stop comparing yourself to someone with a team of 13 behind them or 14 or whatever, because it is misleading. I think when these huge high ticket coaches are talking about it, like they just woke up and did it. And, you know, they, they do it a couple hours a day. The truth is they've got a whole team behind them. So maybe they only show up two hours a day, but I guarantee you there's somebody doing something on the team. And that's why their revenue has to be so much all the time too, is because they've got a big team to pay. So if you're just starting out, that's what this podcast is for. It's for people to get the truth and to know that like, no matter where you are on this journey, you know, let us help help you filter through the bullshit so that you don't make the mistakes that we've made. And so that you don't quit. Cause I, I don't want to see another entrepreneur give up. Yeah. Just because your launch didn't generate 200,000 in a day doesn't mean that was an unsuccessful launch. If you were able to sell one or two or five programs to someone, congratulations, that is amazing. And we want to celebrate that success. And we have a club for that. Come join us inside of the No Bull Club. We'll keep this conversation going. We'll keep encouraging you and telling you how amazing that you are and how great those um, those small wins are. And for some people, those are huge wins. And we can stop comparing ourselves to others and just be proud of who we are and what we're all generating and know what the next steps are to keep growing that and building it larger and larger. And you can check that out on our website go to passthebullshit.com and there is a link for the Noble Club. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Pass the Bullshit with Crystal Tosh and Amy Hartman. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you in the next episode.